AEC Business, the construction industry's innovation and technology show. Hello and welcome to episode 131 of the AEC Business Podcast. My name is Arni Heiskanen and I have Omer Kilaf, the CEO of Innovis, as a guest. His company specializes in the use of LiDAR and we're going to learn how the construction sector can utilize this technology. Omer, it's great to have you on the podcast. My pleasure. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Well, first, I, I'm curious to know about your company and its background. Sure. Um, so Innoviz has been around uh, for six years uh, to develop LIDARs for uh, basically for autonomous vehicle, primarily. Uh, as you might know, uh, LIDARs have been prohibitive in terms of uh, cost and uh, performance and reliability uh, and basically it was uh, the bottleneck in introducing highly automated driving for safety and leisure and we uh, started in 2016 but uh, already were uh, added uh, with uh, BMW so BMW chose uh, Innovis technology for series production which is going to be launched next year which is very exciting as you can imagine uh seeing the fruits of your work very hard work still is by the way <laughs> uh now going to be in the hands of uh, you know people uh, and uh, we're keeping uh working on further uh, improvements and generations uh other car makers but also in the non-automotive which i think you know in, in the topic of this discussion also the construction uh, industries is super, I would say, in, uh, there is a good fit, I think, with the, the kind of technologies that we are bringing and, and that world. I'm happy to talk about it. So you're an Israeli company, uh, and I recently ha had uh, Zahi Flato, CEO of Contech, on the podcast. And Contech is uh, promoting construction tech and prop tech in Israel. And we talked about the Israeli construction tech startup scene and, and how it's flourishing. Why, would, why do you think that there are so many digital tech companies coming from Israel? Well, the, the, the background of uh, technology in Israel uh, you know, started from, I mean, everything started from um, the military in some way, you can say. You know, Israel is in, a, in an arms race uh, through the due to the kind of uh, uh, difficulty, uh, geographical uh, difficulty, which requires us to move very fast, being to to catch up with uh, the threat. And it initially, comes from just uh, you know information. Uh, to be, I, I come from the intelligence force. I have been there seven years in the army to develop techno technologies for the. Um, intelligence force for to 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 be uh, aware of the threats around us and and that pushes uh, the the company to sorry the the country uh, to develop very um, innovative solutions around sensors communication cyber security uh and of course ai right because you, you need to have those triggers uh, that allows you to identify threats even without a, a person uh, or continuously going through endless data that is captured in so many places. And, and, and when you think about uh, those capabilities that they eventually go to the, to the industry and they find themselves in, in you know, uh, industries that are 
you know, in, in medicine, in uh, communication systems, and automotive, of course, and, and construction sites. It's very multidisciplinary, uh, and I think uh, construction is, 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 I think, thriving for uh, innovation. I think there is a good fit in, in that, you know. And I also noticed that many Israeli companies quite soon or at the, at the very beginning of, are, are become, become international, so they have international customers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th there is no in real industry in Israel, right? I mean, the, the market size in Israel is very limited, so uh, we don't have much alternative other than targeting our, our customers in, in the bigger markets. Uh, such as the US. Um, I think that, you know, for us in automotive, our focus is, is actually in, in, in the EU, like in Europe. Uh, the, mo the more technology car companies are located in Germany, you know, companies like uh, BMW, Daimler, Volkswagen. So we are mostly focused there. But uh, the construction uh, industry is, is more, uh, I would say, fragmented from our kind of like, uh, I would say, experience. We have collaboration in Israel, but also in Japan and, of course, in the US. Um, so, uh, yes, in Israel, it's the market is small, <laughs> generally. Can you explain us how LiDAR works and what makes it useful? Yeah, definitely. So a LiDAR is, is a, I would say, a, a bad name because it's, it sounds like, like, uh, like a scope, you know, but eventually it's a camera. It's a 3D camera uh, that uh, the baseline is using a, a, a laser scanner that, uh, scan, that scans the scene and basically emits uh, pulses of light. Uh, and the, the way it works is that you, you shoot a pulse of light you measure the time that it takes for uh, the, uh, the light to travel uh, to meet a certain object. And the light that is reflected back from the object is uh, collected back by the system. And by measuring the time, knowing the time of, of light, uh, which is constant, uh, you know how far uh, the object is. And if you do that uh, across the, the field of view of uh, the sensor, you can generate a 3D image. And if you do that fast enough, you get a 3D video. And getting a, a live stream 3D understanding of the scene could uh, give you the ability to basically maneuver uh, and uh, without going into a collision. And you are much less uh, dependent on really trying to understand uh, you know what exactly is each and every part of the of the image in order to avoid you know crashing into it so for example if a car travels and there is a person that i don't know why but pushes a piano into the road because he tries to pu push it from one side to another mm -hmm. and you know if you use a camera and the camera might not even understand what it's looking at and it, it might most certainly would not even understand where it is because it's a kind of like very strange looking object, uh, which could also be, uh, I don't know, identified as a shadow casted from a tree. And with a LIDAR, uh, even if you don't know exactly what that object is, you get a physical reflection form and you know where it is, how big it is, and you can you know, you can manage to avoid crashing into it. I mean, we also 
Tesla now just recently crashing into uh, an airplane. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an obvious object that is in front of the vehicle and you're still unable to avoid it. And those kind of things, uh, you know, could be uh, very uh, dangerous, of course. And I think that kind of capability is very useful when you talk about construction sites, because, you know, the, the, the application of autonomous vehicle is actually more defined than a construction site, because you, you're driving a very, uh, I would say the use case is, is, is more easily described, right? There is a road. Uh, there are objects that are usually looks like cars, <laughs> uh, maybe people. Uh, you can train it and, you know, there is a certain trajectory, curves, etc. Uh, but eventually in, in a construction site, it's chaos, right? I mean, that's the definition of construction sites. They are a mess. And, and, and you don't want to be uh, dependent on the fact that uh, using a camera needs to understand each and every part of the, of the, of the image to, to, to basically react to it. In order to avoid a collision, you, you want a 3D sensor that gives you a very clear understanding of where everything is, even if it's a mess. And that's where I think uh, LIDARs uh, shine, because you don't need to have any prior knowledge on the type of the industry or the type of the scene uh, to, to make it useful. And with a camera, you need to spend so many hours of training for every different type of scene and of course with a construction size that is continuously changing and could be very different from one to another i would say it's probably impossible to to use a camera uh, and that's why uh, 3d sensors and you know you can call it a lidar uh, are so useful there your website mentions many use cases, uh, as, you, as you already mentioned, like drones, uh, trucking, logistics, heavy machinery. And now you are using LiDAR on construction cranes. How, can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not an expert in cranes, but uh, today on, an, on each crane, there's usually a person that needs to be uh, on the top of the crane, uh, to make sure that uh, there is no uh, wrong maneuver and control the, control it, and it's a, and, and there is a better way to do it. I mean, if you can use a sensor that is mounted on the crane and gives the crane a good view of anything around it, and the person could sit uh, downstairs in a in a, in an air <laughs> in a in a good air conditioned. Uh, situation and control not one crane but maybe five cranes you know together uh, it's eventually more uh, simple to to maneuver and i think it's uh, of course you need to give that person um, a good understanding right and, and a 3d sensor in high resolution and, and long range i mean one of the benefits of sliders is that it has a very good range i mean some sliders at least uh, it has uh, it requires long range it requires high resolution so you know you get the, the nice the right details and then uh, it becomes more uh, easy to control and and possibly not even required to be you know in the scene it itself at some point, possibly also automated, but uh, I think the first step by itself is already quite, uh, quite good. 
Uh, and you actually have done this with Japan's largest construction company, Obayashi. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell us about uh, more about their their experiences and and the benefits that they have received from using your technology? Yeah, so the, this this relationship is going back uh, a few years now. Uh, they started with our first uh, generation product. We had a product that you know we launched as a, you know early samples a couple of years ago, and now that we have. And the, the the automotive grade product Innovis One available now. They are transitioning to the Innovis One. It has significantly higher resolution and range and smaller. And and I think uh, that's going to help them to to add more features to the uh, capabilities. We're also working on our next generation, which is significantly better as well. And uh, it's quite amazing the the speed in which technology uh, evolves in this space. Um, well, th- they are trying to develop, uh, I mean, they have many construction sites, they have many cranes, and they are trying to make it more safe for uh, their uh, employees. And uh, using the LiDAR uh, is a tool that uh, they are using. They are developing the software, the application layer uh, using our LiDAR. Eventually, I. I expect that every crane would have uh, a LiDAR at some point. It's uh, it's uh, very beneficial and more efficient and safer. Yeah, and I know that Japan has a serious lack of construction workers, uh, mm-hmm. especially in the, in the near future. It will be uh, even a bigger problem. So perhaps your technology will help in that uh, that sense as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the fact that you you need to use less people um, to control a certain site is uh, solving that problem. You know, of course, it's the same situation in in other uh, industries that we are part of. Eventually, a three D sensor could be used to automate any process that uh, requires a three D uh, maneuver. It could be logistics. It could be shuttles, trucks, uh, and and there are many fields in which a uh, lack of, uh, uh, I would say, professional uh, drivers uh, like trucks and, and buses uh, create a lot of uh, problems, right? I mean, there are many cities that you don't have good public transportation because of lack of drivers. And uh, if you could automate a, a bus, right? Imagine a vehicle that basically needs to travel in a predefined route, you know, over and over uh, every day. It doesn't take so much to train uh, a computer to do it, but it needs to be safe. And the problem is that today there are not enough drivers. So um, using technology that can create that safe travel is something that will allow and more public transportation to be available. And there are many people in the world that suffer from that lack. If, um, let's say, a construction company is interested in your solution, for for example, for the crane, uh, how how can they start? Uh, how how can they start using it? What are the steps required? Oh, there, there are different ways. I mean, you know, some some companies try to develop their own platform and they reach out to us uh, to buy a lidar. And we give them support in terms of how to interface with it and give them software that allows them to um, 
collect data and, and basically use it. Um, in the case that they don't have any uh, software capabilities and they need a, a certain application layer, uh, in that case, we, you know, we do work with uh, companies that provide that uh, layer. We're trying at this point uh, not to be, uh, you know, not to do dive too deep in each and every application because it's endless, and uh, we need to be to be more. We we need to focus on more scalable kind of, uh, 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 I would say, uh, business. Uh, but there are companies that uh, can provide that layer quite easily. The number of construction tech applications is proliferating, so. How would you recommend a construction firm to navigate and find the right solution for their needs? Look, there are there are many ladders, uh, and and but uh, they are also very very different, right? I mean, uh, for a crane, uh, the primary I would say uh, requirement is, or maybe sorry, let me try to explain slightly different. You know, there are ladders that are three sixty uh, spinners. And there are lighters that are like ours, which are you know front-looking, right? It's like a projector. You can think about it like a camera. When you talk about using a, a lighter which is mounted in, in very long range, uh, the use of 360s is useless. Like you don't really benefit anything from getting a 360. You anyway need to bend, like tilt it downwards, uh, in order to see uh, the things that are below. So you should uh, rather use uh, a sensor that is more optimized in a certain kind of field of view. Uh, and that's where Innovis is very strong. So, you know, most of the LiDARs are 3D, uh, 360 spinners. Our sensor is, is, is like a projector, which gives you very long range and very high resolution. And at a very, uh, you know, very reasonable and low cost compared to the existing solutions. Um, so that's why I think also there is a good fit between you know what Innovis is doing and the construction uh, site. I mean, my my ask from the team is always to look for applications where uh, you need to hang the lighter high enough, <laughs> because uh, when it's uh, all of the applications that use high high mounting of lighters would rather have a projector rather than a 360 sensor. And for us, there we we really provide the best uh, I would say value to our customers. And eventually it's a, it's a matter of uh, how high is the, is the crane for range and um, resolution is key to understand uh, better the scene. Uh, of course, it, the, the, high, the longer the range is, you need finer resolution because and then you don't understand anything from the scene. Um, in a construction site, uh, when things need to operate for a very long time and in different harsh conditions, of course, reliability is key, right? Uh, vibrations and temperatures. Uh, I, I assume that those are uh, usually the kind of the key uh, parameters that we see from customers. This, this is a, a question about hardware, but also software. So, uh, because you have to probably to connect your software with or your hardware <laughs> with other software and so on. So, what are your thoughts on the present state of? interoperability between these software uh, applications? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there is any real bottleneck uh, in the fusion, if, if that may be the question, if I understand the question correctly. 
I think that uh, there are many tools that are already quite available and, and mature uh, to integrate uh, such uh, sensors that can give you the ability to ramp up quite fast. I mean, even when you talk about, you know, if, if you use a 3D sensor, the output is a 3D data. It's uh, very different than cameras. And some people are, I would say, uh, uh, might uh, worry that uh, using a 3D data is, is more difficult to, to work with, but there are actually quite a lot of already available open source uh, solutions that give you uh, object detection and classification based on LIDARs that are quite flexible between LIDARs. I mean, uh, we are developing our own perception software, uh, but the only reason that we are doing it is because uh, our software needs to be in automotive grade and uh, needs to be tested in a certain manner and developed in a certain manner, so we can't use open source. But, uh, you know, we've seen uh, and tested several uh, open source uh, solutions that uh, out of the box were quite good. Uh, and I think uh, any... I would say uh, sufficient good uh, uh, software uh, developer could could easily ramp up a platform uh, without too many difficulties. Uh, you already uh, a couple of times talked a little bit about what you're developing in the future, but what what are the if you think about the construction sector specifically, what are you doing in the future, or will be doing? Yeah, so. You know, we, we currently we have uh, several customers in, in that field. And there are cert certain things that we, you know, we learn from working with these customers that are related uh, to the way that uh, the companies are working with the sensor. Those are mostly things that are related to additional features uh, or data acquisitions. And I would say um, uh, data matrix that they care, uh, which, uh, might be less relevant when you talk about automotive. In, in the sense of the product itself, I, I think that, uh, you know, like any industry, uh, the need for a, a low-cost solution that can scale in volume, um, size is usually less relevant, I mean, in these applications, but cost is, and reliability, right? I mean, uh, these uh, environments are, are quite harsh, uh, going through, uh, you know, vib very harsh um, vibrations and weather conditions, and but I think that since uh, since we are also dealing with these questions also for automotive, th those are rather that that's part of why you know Bayashin and some of the other companies find Innovis as a good partner because we 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 go through uh, the group standards of BMW. Uh, and, and I can assure you it's uh, not, not a, walk in, a walk in the park. Uh, so I think that uh, th that path is, is quite, uh, I think, good for us. I think that focus on, on pricing, uh, and that's obviously good for any industry, is probably, you know, uh, important. There, there are many cranes in the world, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and, and more to come, I think, because it the construction industry is not it, it's going to be uh growing in the future as well so it's uh, right we are, i mean we're not finished yet <laughs> yeah i mean there is another aspect that we you know I, we, I mean when we talk about automated um activities it's not only cranes right i mean there are many uh, tools in a construction site many types of vehicles 
and uh, I've been I, I remember discussions with companies that are using sensors even only to protect uh, the you know the, the use of the tools because the tools are so expensive and uh, they even if uh, they, they want to avoid any damage to the wheels and 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 they want to foresee well the the, the ground well where they are driving and uh, of course using a 3d sensor is a good way to see and foresee any any uh, hole in the you know in the ground and and use uh, 3d sensors to um, you know measure uh i would say content right i mean when you want to evaluate how much uh, volume you have using a 3d sensor is is valuable so yes i mean there is a 3d sensor uh, could be beneficial to optimize and uh, make it much more uh, you know efficient and and fast activity in the construction site yeah and also we are seeing robots on on construction sites already okay maybe in in test use but still i, I think that they are they are coming also it's, it's getting there right i mean the, the the lack of employees is, is going to be everywhere and um and eventually it will allow the the construction period to be shorter and more accurate and less mistakes which are could be very and you know important and of course safety yeah uh, so um where can our listeners find more information about your your solutions online um we have our website and where we we have a, a good description of the different uh, products that we are we we developed and developing and I, if someone is interested to to see uh, more of the product, we have many videos uh, posted on our dedicated YouTube channel uh, that you can see the 3D data uh, and get an, a good impression of what the product is capable of. To be honest, like every time I show uh, a person the 3D data, it looks like uh, science fiction because it's quite amusing. I mean, it looks like looks like the future right i mean we are all used to see 2d uh, 2d videos and uh, the use of 3d is quite fresh right there, there aren't so many yet applications that rely on the 3d uh, data uh, if you think about you know metaverse that everyone is talking about and and vr you know th those kind of vr goggles are a good way to uh, consume 3D data, right? When you when you when you use those goggles, you're basically consuming uh, 3D data, and most of the 3D da data that is available is 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 synthesized. It's not real, but uh, 3D, you know, lidars, eventually is a good source uh, for 3D uh, videos, and uh, I assume that it will be more and more in in our life. And uh, I can tell you that it's uh, it's very uh, it's it's only the beginning, really. Uh, you know, 3D sensor is not going to be only in autonomous driving, not only construction site. It's going to be on many fields, and uh, it's quite exciting. <laughs> yes, and I'm looking forward to seeing your technology also here in Finland. 
unless there already is some so i don't, I don't know but <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure actually <laughs> but yes me too <laughs> well omar uh thanks uh, for this very exciting interview and all the best for the future thank you very much thank you thanks for listening subscribe to this podcast and visit aec-business.com the award-winning blog for more news and stories